Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2022 in a brand new season here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always in our mobile studio here uh, by, with rather, uh, David Cole. This is episode 31 of the EKN Outlap. Of course, our Outlap podcast previews of an upcoming EKN Trackside Live event. The event we'll be talking about throughout the day today, the opening round of the 2022 Supercarts USA Winter Series. It is January the 4th. It is a Tuesday. We roll on Thursday to head down to Homestead, Florida. Looking forward to what should be a fantastic uh, start to the 2022 season. Again, these podcasts absolutely perfect for the morning commute, coming home from work, whatever it may be, or if you're in the shop working on the cart, getting it ready for the new season. Uh, flick us on the EKN Radio Network, or once we get to podcast format, Download it as a podcast. Perfect uh, for driving in the car on the way to uh, to work or coming home. This edition of the EKN Outlap presented by Trinity Karting Group. Trinity Karting Group is your first step on the ladder to racing success. Based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, they literally have a track in their backyard and a controlled environment to develop your skills. Trinity Karting Group flattens out the steep learning curve with a professional staff that will put you on the right path. The focus is driver development, and they compete at the local, regional, and national levels, including the Scusa Pro Tour and the United States Pro Card Series. They have new and used packages available, and they are your Midwest source for Kart Republic chassis and IAMI engines. Visit them at teamtkg.com or call 513-421-4463. All right, DC, we fire off 2022. Big shout out to Trinity Carding Group again for signing back up as one of our platinum partners. Great to have them on board with us as they have been for the last number of years. But, dude, it's time. man. It, it's been a month since we've been down at the Super Nationals in Las Vegas. We got to roll through Christmas and New Year's. But uh, pack the suitcase, man. We're going to Florida. Yeah, tomorrow would be exactly one month since Super Sunday that yeah. uh, we've been trackside and getting ready to be trackside here on this Friday uh, at Homestead for the uh, opening round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Uh, no off season, a quick uh, holiday, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know it's almost like the uh, you know European, uh, you know the month of August off. You know that's kind of what yeah. it felt like, or that's right. all we get. And now we're and really a lot of people didn't take that month off because uh, they were in in Florida racing at a couple other events uh, this past week, including the WKA Daytona Kart Week, and then. Cup Carts North America Winter Nationals at uh, Jacksonville. So a lot of racing already. Two events underway for the 2022 season. This will be number three, and we're not even into 10 days into 2022. Yeah, isn't that crazy that that there's already a number of events in Florida? Uh, Again, obviously, WK Kart Week, a longstanding race at the Daytona International Speedway. And, of course, Cup Carts North America launching their Winter Nationals to add to their Spring Nationals and their Grand Nationals. Uh, I don't know about you, David. I I got a couple of long weekends. That's pretty much what I had for holidays. The Friday, Saturday, Sunday around Christmas and the same around New Year's Eve. Uh, Other than that, man, uh, it was in the office between those two weekends. Yeah, gearing up for what is going to be another exciting season in karting. And again, we're kicking everything off at the Supercarts USA Winter Series, uh, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, presented by MG Tires. In Homestead, Florida, the weather is looking beautiful. It's going to be 80s all three days. There's nothing better than that uh, when you get down to Florida. (laughs) That is awesome. Uh, I I actually really, I should have looked myself. Any chance of rain? Are they they talking? Because of course, Florida, right? You never know. Yeah, I mean, there's the percentages are very low. So that's, that's a positive, you know, anywhere between five and 10%, because again, you always could have those pop-up showers that do occur 
uh, in the state of Florida. But uh, as of right now, no, the, the, it looks like it's going to be perfect weather all weekend long. Oh, talk to me. It'll be absolutely perfect because it's cold here in Cambridge, Ontario right now. I'll tell you that. It's unbelievable. Uh, David, let's, uh, we'll obviously jump into some event notes, but uh, again, for those of you who don't know about the Supercart USA Winter Series, two weekends, four events, both double headers, of course. Uh, fifth season for the championship though, David, started back in 2018. Yeah, it began as kind of a traveling series, but it's really found a home at the AMR uh, Motorplex uh, with the opportunities to uh, utilize two different track layouts mind you it's just different directions that they do uh utilize but again it provides a unique challenge and opportunity for teams to kind of call you know have a home uh during the two months so and really it's a it's a month stretch because once you're done with the uh, the second event in february and then it's uh and then it's moving forward to uh, wherever else you need to to compete and and travel to so uh yeah it's um fifth season and again it's it's continuing to build momentum and this is uh certainly a bigger uh pre-entry total and we'll get talked about that later than uh, what we had in the last two events of last year yeah spinning off a, obviously a very uh strong super nationals in vegas a lot of momentum for excuse but again as we dive into this preview we're going to look at some of the categories what the, the highs what are some of the lows uh david let's jump into some event notes right now uh, the track this particular weekend, running seven tenths of a mile, eleven turns, will run in the counterclockwise direction. Those of you who may not know about the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, it's located just outside the Homestead Miami Speedway. It's a parking lot there, essentially outside what I guess the front straightaway, right? I think at, at that particular track, it's been around a long time. I actually, it's it's been around since 1996. I actually drove. I want to say it was 2000 or 2001 when I when I raced as an S3 rookie shifter cart guy there in the in the Scusa uh, Winter Tour back then the the, the Florida Winter Tour. Uh, it was good times back then. Track really hasn't changed that much. It's pretty much the same layout uh, that we ran at that time as well. But uh, now though, uh, owned by the Vantage Karting Group, bought back in June of 2017. They have done some updating since we were there last year for the Winter Series, and that's taken kind of place over November and December. Uh, They've updated a lot of the curbing around the racetrack and especially the exit areas. They've included some grass sections and and instead of uh, cement for for runoff areas and obviously the exit curbing. Uh, Again, trying to keep everybody within the track limits of the uh, AMR Motorplex circuit. Give us a little rundown, David, of the event schedule. Uh, I know practice happening on Wednesday and Thursday, unofficial, running by the track. But what are we looking at in terms of the event schedule for the the opening round of the Winter Series? We'll be trackside Friday, and that offers five rounds of practice, four seven-minute sessions, along with a 12-minute session at the end of the day to kind of help everybody gear up for the race weekend. Again, two rounds of racing. Uh, one round contested on Saturday that includes a warm-up qualifying pre-final of 12 laps, 10 for the cadet divisions, and then the finals will be 22 laps and 20 laps for cadets. Uh, then we do it all over again on Sunday with the same same format uh, for round two, which will be the qualifying pre-final final format. So, uh, again, two rounds of racing sets up for the, as we talked about, the four-round championship program 
that uh, will be the Scusa Winter Series. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, a great track in my in my mind in terms of raceability. There are a lot of places to pass in this racetrack. You can hound somebody, and that's a couple of long runs into hairpins, which which are key. Uh, you know, you've got to be if you if you block, you're going to get the over under, which is good. There's a tight, there's a a cool constant radius infield section, kind of the 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 bowl, not so much a bowl, but a uh, a double right. Uh, on the way we're going counterclockwise, it'll be a double right-hander, really tough on the body, which is great. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what they've done to the racetrack, updating those uh, curbing and the exit areas, as David had mentioned. Yeah, uh, I think. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was hey, just going to say, I think the curbing, got? the curbing was done to kind of help alleviate the pain and suffering for the drivers because nearly every corner you were hitting a curb. Beating uh, to, people up. Yeah. Yeah. And just beating people up. So now they're the, the kind of curbs that you don't want to hit. So it's, 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 they're there to kind of outline the racetrack, which we'll, we'll see. I'm sure there'll be drivers that'll be using them in in certain scenarios, you know, certain passing opportunities, but, um, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see the actual lines that, uh, the competitors are taking around, uh, the updated circuit. Time for our first break in the action. This edition of the EKN Outlap, episode 31 of our preview podcast. Again, January the 4th, Rob Howden and David Cole here with you. Thanks for tuning in to us here on the EKN Radio Network of the podcast. We get back after this break. We're going to go by the numbers. We'll let you know exactly what we're looking at in terms of pre-entries going in to this weekend's event. If the dream is IndyCar, set your target on the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. Our ladder system is designed to take drivers through three runs of competition. The first step is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship, which features a carbon tub Tatus chassis, 180 horsepower, and a paddle shift sequential gearbox. Boost the USF 2000 output to 250 horsepower for the Indy Pro 2000 program, the second rung on the road to Indy. Add in increased grip and more aero downforce, and the Tatus PM18 becomes an incredible training machine. The final step before IndyCar is the Indy Lights Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The Delara IL15 boasts a whopping 450 horsepower. This car itself has trained so many drivers in the IndyCar series. At all three levels, you race at premier venues on the same dance card as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. The program is unprecedented around the world, offering the opportunity to climb the ladder with over $2 million in scholarships to the champions in USF 2000, Indy Pro 2000, and Indy Lights. Former Carters fill the roster of Road to Indy graduates in IndyCar, like Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, Connor Daly, Jack Harvey, Felix Rosenquist, Colton Herta, Ed Jones, Charlie Kimball, Dalton Kellett, and Renus VK. Follow in their footsteps. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. 
be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network and the 31st episode of the ECAN Outlap, our first podcast of the 2022 season. My name is Rob Howden, again joined by David Cole as we preview the upcoming Supercarts USA a Winter Series opener. Uh, David, back in 2021, 201 entries as we rolled into Homestead, 218, a nice little improvement, almost 10% improvement uh, working into uh, the start of this year. Let's have a look at the by the numbers. Anything that really steps out for you in terms of the amount of drivers we have in each one of the categories? Well, it's something we talked about last year, and it's been the growth of the cadet divisions. I mean, we're going to come into the the uh, opening weekend with 71 pre-registered in micro and mini. I think that, wow. you know, that's a, a massive increase from last year alone. And and we saw growth, you know, throughout the year in big numbers and, and all the different events that we attended and, and the cadet divisions were one of them. So we really have we really do have a kind of a youth movement going on right now in the sport of karting where, you know, there's just a lot of kids that are involved in the motorsports and, and especially in karting. So it's great to see those numbers uh, so large because that's going to be our future in the next five to ten years. Yeah, only two of the categories actually dropping down from what we had a couple of years ago. One of them being X30 Junior, which drops from 34 pre-entries to 32. That's only two people, uh, two drivers. Obviously, we always end up getting late, uh, late entries at you know at track entries. The other is the Pro Shifter category from seven down to four. We'll get into the Pro Shifter in a little bit here. But as David mentioned, the Cadet class is 33 drivers in micro, up three. Mini Swift uh, 38 uh, up uh, significantly, 13 up. But David, you don't want to jump too much on the fact, hey, wow, Mini Swift is massive. It really, there's always the ebbs and flows of the graduations, right? A lot of drivers graduating up from micro into mini, but the fact that they're replaced to have micro with 33, that's great for both of those cadet classes. But 38 in the Mini Swift class, pretty strong uh, for this opening round of the winter series. Yeah, it's good to see, uh, you know, the rest of the category stagnant, you know, not too much drop, not too, again, not, you're not going to see too much growth, uh, you know, and as, as you said, Mini Swift was a big growth and that, that kind of helps the 17 uh, entry, entry, more entries than what we had last year. So a lot of it's coming from the Mini Swift division. Again, really the, the only question mark is, is the shifter categories. And it's like, do we need to have these shifter categories at the winter series? It's, uh, you know, there's you have nine total between the two categories. We just got off a huge, massive field of KZ and IAMI shifters in the pro shifter category at the Super Nationals, which was 50. Now, be it, it is the Super Nationals that brings in all the big numbers, big names. A lot of the factories bring bring their drivers over from from Europe. But, you know, how, how can we grow this, uh, these two categories, especially at uh, at the winter series because again even the pro tour we ended with 30 in pro shifter at the summer nationals so it's it's really kind of the focus on how do we grow these categories yeah you know as david mentioned pro shifter only four master shifter just five so nine shifters in total uh, on the weekend i'm sure they'll run them together on the racetrack and, and score them separately obviously but yeah david i don't i don't, I don't know you know supercarts usa is an organization that was founded on shifter cart racing. That's what it is. Supercarts has always been gearbox racing. And I'm sure that, you know, Tom Kutcher is the same way. When he got into the sport, 
uh, back in the late 90s. It was all about the draw of shifter kart racing. That's what got him into it. He fell in love with karting through shifter kart racing. So they obviously, they, they don't want to let it die. I understand, hey, maybe we don't run it on the winter tour, winter series. But if you don't run it on the winter series, does it ever come back to the winter series? Especially with such great numbers, as you said, at the Summer Nationals. Awesome numbers at uh, at the Super Nationals as well. There's going to be a lot of talk. You know, it's, it's going to be a conversation, I think, sitting down with team owners and, and asking them, hey, why isn't there interest in this series? You know what? Like you said, maybe maybe guys don't need to be running the winter tour. They just wait for the pro tour, uh, whatever it may be. There's other other obviously other opportunities to run shifters in other organizations right now. We'll see what the numbers look like in those organizations. Really, is it just a, a, probably just a time to sit down and, and talk with team owners, right, Dave, and, and say, hey, listen, what can we do, or do we need to do anything to move this forward in this particular series? Well, again, they are the more expensive categories of of our sport. Uh, you know, you look at pro tour, that's three weekends. You add in the super nationals, that's four. So if you add in the two winter series programs, that's six weekends alone, just at the national level, uh, for, for your, for your shifter cart program. So maybe, maybe drivers aren't interested in doing that many events, uh, with, you know, with obviously the KZ, uh, engine platform is kind of taking over the pro shifter division and, and it's not, it's not a, an affordable, uh, engine package to be running. Yeah, you got to have the budget to run it for sure. Uh, let's cap this off the by the numbers by looking through a couple of the other categories. The uh, X30 class looking strong, as David had mentioned, pretty much uh, strong across the board from, from last year. X30 Junior with 32, just down a couple on pre-entries. X30 Senior, 42, so essentially a full field there, up a couple from last year. And X30 Master, it's, it hasn't been a super strong category in the SCUSA ranks over the last couple of years. Eight last year, up to 11 this year. Let's say they get a couple of walk-ups, they'll be lucky. But otherwise, at least double digits for the Masters class, David, as we uh, as we head in uh, to the Winter Series. One of the key ones to me is, is KA100 Junior. I kind of figured more numbers, but then going back at it, exactly the same as last year, 22 pre-entries in KA100 Junior, uh, then 31 in KA100 Seniors. All told, 218 pre-entries. Well, again, the, the KA100 Junior division is kind of a, a cross between national level racers and regional racers. And I'm going to guess that a lot of regional racers are taking the opportunity to either sit the, you know, the winter series out. You know, we saw massive numbers at the Super Nationals. We've seen big numbers across the board uh, all throughout the 2021 season in the KA100 Junior division. So I, again, kind of very similar to the shifter program. I think I think drivers are just taking the opportunity to like, all right, let's save up for the busy summer season that we're going to have and and opt out of the winter series. But, you know, again, 22, it's not a drop. So that's that's a good positive moving forward. And again, it provides the opportunity for some of those mini drivers moving up to get, uh, you know, their feet wet in junior competition. So we're, gonna, like we're yeah. obviously going to see that. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into our class previews. All right, folks, there you go. That's the by the numbers, 218 pre-entries coming into the event. As we said, largest class, X30 Senior at uh, 42. Stay with us. When we get back, we're going to hit on X30 Senior, KA100 Senior, and Pro Shifter. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, 
North America, and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia-Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart, which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, our first podcast of the 2022 season. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole, of course, joining me here in our online studio. The EKN Outlap, our preview podcast of this weekend's Supercarts USA Winter Series opener in Homestead. David, let's get uh, rolling in here with X30 Senior. Kick us off here. Give us some of the information uh, on X30 Senior. Yeah, X30 Senior is going to be a, a new champion. We will not have Ryan Norberg who is the uh, three-time defending champion uh, competing this year in the X30 senior division. Uh, I spoke with Norberg earlier today. He's confirmed that he is uh, he's not going to be racing uh, the series. He'll be there uh, with the Rollison Performance Group tent, uh, co driver coaching and, and doing various other uh, activities under the tent. But there will be no helmets uh, on, the, uh, on Ryan Norberg for the Scusa Winter Series. So we'll have a new champion uh, this year. That feels a little weird, doesn't it? <laughs> it was a guy that, it does. you know, he's become like a, just a standard. You just, you just know he was going to be there. Uh, but I get it. You know what I mean? He's been there, done that. You know, I've won the races. I've won the championships. He's a super nationals race winner now. Maybe you take it off a little bit. Maybe the Rawson guys go, hey, you know what? We'll save a bit of money not having to run you, but allow you to focus as well on the drivers under the tent. And that's one of the big reasons why Ryan Norberg's there. Yeah, exactly. He's worked very well since moving over to RPG uh, with the, the the drivers that are under the tent, not only in the senior division, but junior divisions as well. And, and again, working with setups, working with engine tuning, doing all the, the little things that, you know, help uh, teams be as dominant as RPG has been uh, over the last couple of years. So 
Um, again, didn't didn't score a victory last year, but ended up winning the championship. Uh, and none of the uh, the former we only have one former winner with Aaron Benoit uh, returning. Uh, Arias Dumejian won twice last year. He will not be uh, trackside along with Connor Zillage as well, as he'll be busy with a uh, uh, you know car car, uh, car uh, season in 2022. So. Uh, we should see some new race winners uh, on the weekend and obviously a new champion as well. Uh, let's have a look at some of the drivers, David, you think are going to stand out. I know that, you know, we have a, a number of junior drivers moving up uh, into the senior category. We do have a couple of drivers uh, internationally that we'll watch for. Of course, Mateus uh, Morgado is back. Louis Westover as well, coming back to run here this weekend with the guys from Solo Kart USA, as he's done over the last couple of years. Louis has been very strong, knows the racetrack because he's been here before. Uh, and as I said, Morgado, um, it's pretty impressive. The Brazilian uh, will be running for international racing on an expree this weekend. Any, any of the other, listen, it's, I can say any of the other drivers stand out, but listen, it's 42 drivers in this field. I've highlighted a bunch of them. The big guns are all here, right? To, to, to race, to, to get out of here, which is awesome. Yeah. You, well, you begin with Scusa Pro Tour champion, Hannah Greenmeyer. She's going to be carrying a 301 number, obviously carried it at the super nationals, but now yep. it's, it's the regular season for the 2022 program. And uh, so she'll have, again, the target on her back with the uh, the Scusa number one plate on her RPG machine. Uh, you got to look at the the Morgan brothers, Nicole yeah. and Carson Morgan. Carson obviously making the move up to senior at the Super Nationals. So this will be his first uh, winter series program uh, as a now six-time Pro Tour champion in the junior and cadet ranks. Uh, and then Cole Morgan coming in as the K100 senior champion. Uh, so they'll both be, I believe they're both doing double duty. So that'll be, you know, those two will be, uh, among the uh, top contenders, uh, in both categories. Let me throw a couple of uh, guys that are, I think really impressed at the, at the super Nats in, in, in the senior category. And I, you know, they really kind of got in there and, and were part of the, the, the discussion, the conversation of a race win, uh, those being Frankie Mossman and Thomas Nepfu, both those drivers, of course, uh, running the winter series here. Thomas Nepfu, uh, a race winner last year in the Cooper Tires USF 2000 championship. He's confirmed that he'll be back on that program again in 2022. But again, he's back as well with uh, Trinity Karting Group on that Kart Republic. But Frankie Mossman as well, David, for Bennick. Uh, was really impressive, I thought, at the Super Nationals. Kind of a coming-out party for, for for Frankie to get right in the middle of the fight there as well. Rumors are that he may be going to, to the road to Indy as well. But I think, you know, based on the, the momentum and the success he had in, in Vegas, Mossman could be a driver to watch here this weekend. Yeah, that was pretty much his breakout uh, performance. Yeah. You know, that heat race, obviously things didn't shake out the way he wanted to uh, on Super Sunday, but certainly put his name in the hat. And as you said, he's probably going to be one of those drivers that people will be watching uh, when we get to uh, the Friday practice. Uh, and other names to watch, again, Paulie Massimino, Jace Park, they've been kind of regulars at the front of the field as well. Yeah. Alessandro DiTullo, uh, you know, a Florida Miami driver. He knows this racetrack really quick around there with Parallel USA. Uh, Nate Cicero is another one, again, coming off the momentum of that Rock Vegas victory. Didn't quite have the uh, the Super Nationals that he wanted to, but uh, going back to where uh, he won his first championship uh, in KA100 Senior Division back in 2020, uh, Nate Cicero at the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, John Burke actually moving from PSL over to Supertune. So we'll see if that uh, reunion with that helps kind of spark a little speed under him uh, as we be kick off the uh, the Winter Series. 
couple more of the uh, drivers who kind of stood out at the Super Nationals, Diego Conteca for Orsalon Racing and Danilo Ramaljo for Racing Edge Motorsports. I think both of those drivers uh, will be in, in the in the scrap as well. And I'll throw another one out here that I think is going to be a lot of fun to watch, David. You mentioned uh, junior drivers moving up. He's already made his debut as a senior. It's not actually coming this weekend. But double winner at the Super Nationals, Jeremy Fletcher, uh, jumping up the driver on the Tony cart. It'll be his first Scooza race as a senior driver. And I think uh, I'm looking forward to see how he handles uh, having new guys around him, right? A lot of guys with maybe a little more experience in terms of, uh, of the senior level. Yeah, especially in the X30 senior division, uh, he'll be doing double duty. So he'll get that full weekend of racing both in X30 senior and K100 senior to uh, to help, you know, get a cu- acclimated to uh, to racing against the uh, the top drivers in the country at the senior level. Other uh, rookie drivers making the move to senior, Noah Baker, uh, Paul Bocuse. Uh, where did the other one go? Uh, you already said Fletcher. I can't. I thought there was another one. So those those are some other names that are uh, of drivers moving up to the senior ranks. I love it. It's, again, this is, this is one of the cool things about the winter tour races and the winter series races is that you get to see these guys making that big move. Some of them do it at the super Nats, Others wait till the start of the season. Uh, and it's always fun to see how the, the junior drivers moving up to senior will fare. David, let's go into the KA 100 senior class, 31 entries in total. You mentioned the fact that Arias Duke Medjian, of course, last year's champion, not here. Uh, and talking to Arias, potentially go into Italian F4 next year. That's what he's told me. We'll see how that plays out. Last year's winners included Brandon Lemke and Thomas Annunziata, along with Duke Medjian, who won twice last year in the four-race series. Uh, here's the thing, though. No former champion or two hundred or 2021 winners in the field. That uh, opens things up a little bit, does it not? It certainly does. You know, with, uh, as you said, Duke Medjian not going to be there. No Brandon Lemke this year as well. And then Annunziata is going to be a, a no-show as well. I think he's kind of focusing on on other programs as well, too. So so that's going to be uh, – so we're going to probably have our fourth different champion uh, in the K100 senior division where, you know, X30 senior, we're going to finally have another different champion other than Norberg and then Lorenzo Travisonato, who uh, won in 2018. So a lot of new stuff in the senior divisions uh, as we head to uh, – to Homestead for the opening round of 2022. Based on what they were able to do at the Supernats, David, do you put a lot of focus in the spotlight potentially on Carson and Cole Morgan? Oh, without a doubt. You know, it was <laughs> almost, you know, aside from Annunziata, they were, they were the top, they were the top two drivers. Uh, you know, both uh, were qualified first and second and won multiple heat races. And again, you just never know on Super Sunday. Unfortunately, things didn't shake out their way uh, in that wild, dramatic last lap. Uh, that we saw on Super Sunday. So, but uh, yeah, again, Morgan's Cole Morgan's the uh, defending Pro Tour champion in the category, while Carson is the defending K100 Junior champion, along with X30 Junior champion as well. So, uh, I got to put those two as uh, they'll probably be able to to kind of work together and get away from everybody. That's that would be my game plan if I was the, the team manager for them. Well, if there's a working together as well, look at the, a pretty strong group of the drivers coming out of the Trinity Karting Group uh, uh, camp as well on, under that tent, right? You've got both Finnegan, Gavin, Bailiff, throw in uh, Tyler Wettengill as well. The, all those drivers have spent a lot of time on this KA100 package. I think I think all three of those guys will be in the fight uh, for a race win when, before it's all said and done. Yeah, interesting to have two sets of brothers uh, competing in the same category as we right? do with, with the yeah. Bailiffs and the Morgans. 
And, uh, you know, Gavin's coming off victory at the WK cart week, uh, in the K 100 senior division. So, uh, they, he's got that momentum. And again, they, they, they've been showing really well in the hundred CC category under the Trinity tent. Yeah. Let's look at some other drivers that should be strong for PSL karting. Uh, Aiden Rudolph, uh, will be in, in the game as well. Nicholas Terlecki for Franklin Motorsports. He's ready to come racing. Uh, Chase Hand, one of the drivers, David, moving up from junior to senior. Uh, what do you think about Chase Hand making that jump up after really is only his first full year running nationally? Yeah, both both Aiden Rudolph and Chase Hand moving up from the junior category to senior. Uh, Aiden's going to be moving over to PSL Karting under the Burrell Art uh, on the Burrell Art chassis, while Hand remains under the Rollison Performance Group tent. So, and again, we've seen you know so we saw Chase's Chase's development all throughout last year, yeah. and we saw Aiden improve at the end of 2021. So. I, you know, they can both carry that momentum into the senior ranks. And again, it's kind of a perfect, perfect storm because again, the Morgan brothers are really the only dominant drivers that are going to be probably in this field. So it provides them the opportunity to try and be up front right away. Like you said, Terlecki is going to be another name that you'll see up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wet and Gale will be another one. Josh Hotes. You know, if he, if he's, if he can get the setup the right way, he'll be, he'll be there. Connor Ferris was another driver that was really fast throughout 2021. Uh, I expect him yeah. to see, to be uh, among the contenders on the weekend. Yeah, I agree with that one for sure. I, I did. I don't think we've mentioned, mentioned Jeremy Fletcher yet. You talked about him doing double duty, but Fletcher, of course, that double winner at the Supernats running both X30 junior, or rather X30 senior and KA 100 senior. So I, I, I think Fletcher's going to be right in there. I really, I think, I think his his mindset and the and the way he approaches things, I think he'll be right in it. Yeah, he 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 could probably be uh, one of the lead contenders for the Morgan brothers. Be able to split them up so that way uh, it helps keep the field close. And and again, you know, K one hundred racing, we typically see large packs. So if if you get uh, one outsider in in the middle of those two drivers, it could break things up and allow the rest of the field to keep close. So again, a lot of different scenarios could play out uh, throughout the weekend. A lot of different drivers that could be uh, in contention throughout the weekend. Here's three more just that I'm looking at. Nick Bruckner, of course, coming off that great run at the Super Nationals, having coming through the uh, uh, the last chance qualifier. Gia Cicero has always been very quick down in Florida as well. She's had some great runs with Rawls and Performance Group. I'm going to keep an eye on Mick Gabriel as well from AEM Cardi. This guy's won a ton of four-cycle Briggs races over the last year and a bit, David, and he's coming in to run KA100 Senior. I like this. Yeah, we'll see if it uh, if he's able to transi- transition that uh, that success from Briggs to KA100. Yeah, uh, yeah, certainly among the uh, the top drivers in the country in terms of Briggs Senior Racing. So uh, yeah, good to see him kind of make that step up and and to kind of put it to uh, to the national drivers. We'll see how he mixes in. A uh, great CC uh, Nick Bruckner coming back to the racetrack yeah. again. A great story at the Super Nationals. Made his way from the LCQ into the main event. Finished in the I believe it was 10th. I believe he finished 10th. I think in he the, got in into 10th and it was so, all said and done. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So that'll be good to see. Uh, and again, kind of that just that mix of young drivers coming into the senior ranks and then those who uh, are looking to uh, to kind of make a stand as we, again, are looking to crown a new champion in the category. All right, let's cap off this particular segment of this Outlap po- podcast. Again, Rob Howe to David Cole, giving you a preview of the Supercarts USA Winter Series opener to start the 2022 season for Scusa Competition. David, let's jump into the Pro Shifter class, and it's going to be pretty quick because really 
only four drivers in total. One of them being the one of the winningest drivers at the Super Nationals, being Billy Musgrave on his factory cart machine out of Riverside. We'll see if we get some some more uh, some more local entries coming in. But man, four, four entries in Pro Shifter. Uh, if, if you're Tom Kutcher in the career, excuse me, man. You, you're looking at that, just shaking your head, wondering what's going on. Yeah, kind of how we talked about in the uh, by the numbers. It's just kind of like what do we what do we need to do uh, to kind of uh, entice people to be, to be part of the winter series. You know, again, it's, it's, there's not, a, there's no racing in the North, you know, and typically we could, we could, we could see a lot of Canadians. So yeah. uh, really going through the entry list, there were not very many Canadians, if maybe one or two, I think with, uh, Ingrata, I don't even think I saw his name in there. So, uh, oh, Ingrata and, yeah, uh, Thomas Navo from, uh, from, uh, in the, in the senior ranks. So, Again, I'm not sure what needs to be done, but uh, you said Musgrave's going to make the trip from California to be part of it. Uh, Annie Rule is going to be uh, one of the two magic drivers uh, in the field with uh, Gianno uh, Torino, uh, along with Alan Isambard, who is from uh, West Palm Beach. So one local driver, two local drivers, and then two drivers from outside of Florida. So uh, not not really sure again what we need to do or is is it just the fact that you know people don't want to to be part of it or we or what what is going to bring people there that's really yeah. the question that's it that's a good question for sure all right let's go to another break in the action and we get back we'll talk about x30 junior ka100 junior x30 master and master shifter stay tuned more to come here on the ekn radio network Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, Cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're carting to win, it boils down to one thing, you the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport including other disciplines of racing. The Allen Rudolph Racing Academy located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. 
from the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to our first podcast of the 2022 season. It's the Outlap Podcast, our preview of the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Series opener in Hobestead this coming weekend. It's January the 4th. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole in our online studio. David, let's uh, kind of jump in here on the X30 Junior class. 32 drivers in total. Should be a pretty good battle in X30 Junior. Yeah, it should be. Uh, again, solid field. That's uh, you know one thing we were questioning how the uh, the fields were going to be uh, coming off the Super Nationals, but to be able to be kind of around the same uh, number as we had last year will be certainly good to see. And again, X30 Junior, a lot of competitive drivers in this field. Uh, one not on the entry list and probably still uh, healing from recent uh, arm surgery, Kai Sorensen, last year's X30 junior uh, series champion Sorensen not in the field. And then in, along with uh, um, uh, the other three winners from last year, Jeremy Fletcher, Leonardo Hassan and Paul Bocuse, they've all graduated up to the <laughs> senior ranks. So again, uh, this is another category where we're probably going to have, where we will have a new champion as long as Kai Sorensen does not show up uh, come Friday morning. But it's, it's it's interesting because the Florida Winter Florida Winter Tour Series and of course the Winter Series here with uh, with Supercarts USA ha- have been a place for some. We've watched these drivers battle each other, kind of coming up through the ranks, right? And I'll just throw three names out here, and, and literally we watched. I think we watched the race in micro, and then mini, and now in junior, and that's Caleb Gaffera, Max Garcia, and Mateus Orjuela. They they literally been scrapping each other out in the classes. They've been jumping up through, and now they're into the junior class. And those are three drivers I think will be ones to watch. I still throw uh, Aiden and Grotti in there as well, for sure, for speed concepts. But Caleb Gaffera now running with Rawlison Performance Group, joined them late last year. I had a really strong run at the Supernats. Of course, Max Garcia with Will Power Cart. Um, you know, obviously his home track. And then again, as I mentioned, Mateus Arjuela with the uh, the factory team for Peril in USA. I think those three drivers are going to go at it. You throw Salim Hanna in there with Team Montoya. You throw Aiden and Grotta. To me, those are the graduating drivers that I expect to be battling it out. But they're, again, we'll talk about the guys that are moving up from mini. But those, I think, are the five drivers probably that will fight for race wins. Yeah, Gaffar and Garcia have a year under their belt already uh, in the junior ranks. Obviously, Garcia as the Pro Tour vice champion in his rookie campaign, so a solid effort. Gaffara actually was the FIA Academy Trophy driver, so he had his uh, summer months over in Europe, so that kind of took away the opportunity to run for championships here uh, in the USA. Orwell is kind of one step back. He just moved. He's just now moving up into the junior ranks. He was the Scusa Winter Series champion last year in the Mini Swift division. And again, was among the top cadet drivers uh, in Europe and when he did comp- campaign over there. And then when he did come over here, he kind of kicked everybody's butt in the mini swift division as well, too. Both that USPKS <clears throat> programs and, and other events as well. So, uh, yeah, I expect to see Orwella lead Orwella lead the uh, the rookie uh, junior drivers in this field for sure. Uh, Garcia and Gaffera among the uh, the top contenders. But Ingrata, he's kind of gotten that he's now the uh 
the veteran of this group. He is uh, with the uh, you know a couple years under his belt. <clears throat> was racing for championships uh, all throughout 2021. So uh, again, Ingrata probably going to be the, uh, the elder of the, of the class uh, as we uh, go to, into the weekend. Yeah. It's his time, right? He's, he's, he's spent his time in this, in this junior, these junior categories, got that first tough year last year, like you said, was in the middle of, of a lot of race win fights and, and won a lot of races. And I think this will be a great year for Aiden to potentially uh, run at some championships. Uh, let's look at some of the other drivers, David, coming in. The, the, the cool factor is there is some drivers coming up from many with really solid resumes who are going to try to follow in Arjuela's footsteps or follow in with Arjuela and follow in the footsteps of Garcia and Gaffera to try to work their way into junior. Yeah, one of them being Enzo Vidmontien, uh, last year's Scusa Pro Tour and USBKS Mini Swift champion, uh, coming in with with a solid resume from his cadet season, uh, making the jump up to junior. That's going to be again, you know, some drivers get it quickly, some drivers need a full season uh, under their belts. He's actually going to be doing just X30 junior, so he's going to focus on that category alone. So. That might help or hurt him. We'll see. Uh, we'll see as he progresses how quickly he becomes uh, accustomed to the full size cart. What about Sebastian Weldon as well? I expect him to be right in the middle of the fight. Yeah, I got a year under his belt of national racing at the junior level. Uh, among those that uh, contended for podiums here and there, uh, ran double duty both KA 100 junior and X30 junior. He's going to be uh, just focusing on the X30 junior category this weekend uh not registered for the ka 100 junior division so uh kind of put all his uh all his chips into the x30 junior division and again that's kind of you know he's got that full season under his belt now so he along with ingrata are probably the more uh experienced drivers in the yeah. field in the junior ranks yeah, one driver I know we cannot uh, ignore for sure would be Brandon Carr from uh, from Great Britain. The Englishman will be strong for sure. I think Michael Costello probably in the fight as well. Would you agree with me on there? Yeah, interesting. Carr racing under the PSL tent on the Burrell Art. So uh, we've seen him race, I believe it was the Bennick when he came over with Micro. Uh, so working with PSL karting and Burrell Art along with Fusion, yeah. uh, making that uh, that combination there. Uh, yeah, again, G3, our, our Euros, uh, he's got a year under his belt. We'll see if he's able to kind of improve. I, you mentioned Salim Hanna. I think, uh, you know, the, uh, the super nationals will kind of a breakout for Salim. Yeah, and again, another driver who is racing at the Academy trophy. So got that international experience, uh, and is, uh, hoping to bring that over to, uh, to the U S and, uh, uh, you know, other than that, there are probably going to be a couple other names that pop up throughout the weekend that uh, we kind of weren't expecting to. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll look at uh, Rodrigo Siebra as well. Uh, Siebra was strong at the Super Nationals. He's already over in Florida getting things dialed in. But otherwise, X30 Junior, I think it's just going to be a really good good category. Uh, 32 drivers in total. We talked about the drivers who were you know into their third year of junior, those into their second year. We'll see what they're able to do. I think they're going to come out of the gate strong. How will the rookies do? That's something that we'll, of course, attack when we get trackside at Homestead. David, let's move to the KA100 Junior Class. 22 drivers in total. Obviously, Chase Hand winning the championship last year. He's moved on to senior. That's going to open things up for a couple more drivers. Yeah, so another category. Will, this one will have a fourth different champion uh, when everything is all said and done. As this uh, this class joined the uh, the Winter Series back in 2019, Uh Santiago Biaga 
Biagi was the uh, inaugural champion. Uh, Antonelli was the champion in 2020. And then, as you said, Chase Hand, last year's champion, he's moving up to senior. So that opens the door for a fourth different champion. And uh, some notable names that we'll see. Austin Jurors was uh, third in the uh, Pro Tour Championship. So he's among the uh, veteran drivers in the field. Uh, Caleb Gaffer going to run the KA100 Junior category. So he's going to double dip. Uh, he'll be one of the few drivers that'll be uh, racing in both uh, junior categories. So he ha- we haven't seen, I don't think we've seen him run the K 100 junior division yet. So it's, a, it's either been, it was right into the, uh, the X 30 junior division from what I recall. Yeah. Two time winner last year as well. David Colin Lloyd moving up to the senior category. So again, o- opening a lot of things. You mentioned Gaffera, you mentioned Austin Jurors. Uh, Luke Welcome was a winner last year. I have a feeling that you know he knows this racetrack. He's a local driver from, from Miami, so I would expect him to come out really strong from the very get go. And then maybe let's let's throw some uh, some spotlight at Reagan Seville as well for PSL Karting, uh, one of Alan Rudolph's drivers at a speed sports uh, racing park down in in Houston. Uh, the Burrell Art driver I think will be pretty good as well in terms of, of fighting in the top ten, top five. Uh, another name to add in, Adam Brickley, uh, joining Trinity Karting Group, uh, made his debut with them at the WK Kart Week event, uh, I believe finished in the third podium position, uh, one of the one of the two days uh, in, in Daytona. So uh, kind of gotten a quick uh, accustomed to the Kart Republic and the TKG group there. So making the move uh, with them at the Scusa Winter Series. So he could be one that could be battling for podiums as well. Uh, I'm looking at the, uh, uh, entry list again, some other names that will probably pop up throughout the weekend that, uh, we haven't mentioned. So again, a lot of different names that, uh, that will probably be calling that you'll probably be calling as, uh, the action goes on throughout the weekend at AMR Motorplex. Yeah. When you got drivers moving up, like we have this year, this is really our first look to see who is going to be strong as a, as a, maybe a graduating driver. Are you, did you get settled right in? Are you not feeling any anxiety or you're not? not intimidated at all. You're right in the middle of the fight. That's something we're going to see this weekend at Homestead. It's going to help a, help give us a look at kind of how things are going to play out when we go uh, national racing uh, later in the year. David, let's go to X30 Masters right now. 11 drivers in total in the X30 Masters category. Driver came in last year and flat dominated. In fact, I want to say that I was pulling, trying to pull stats out while I was while I was announcing it in the Masters category. But Renato Jader David, I, I want to say he had won some some kind of ridiculous number, like ten of the last eleven races, or something like that. I don't see him on the uh, on the the uh, lineup for this year, but he was the champion last year. Yeah, I was able to met, um, reach him today before prior to the show. Uh, Renato taking the year off from the Scusa Winter Series. Not quite sure if he's going to even do the Florida Winter Tour as well. So oh, kind of okay. taking a little bit of a break from the, from the racing right now. And to uh, to complete your stats, he went eleven straight at the Scusa Winter Series, winning 13 of the 16 main events over the four-year history of the program to there win all four championships. So <laughs> I I had that I had that note here sitting on the side. I didn't put it wow. in the script. I wanted to, uh, if to I'm be not, able to give that if, to you. If I'm, did you. You didn't come to the very first race last year, did you? I think I came I by not. myself. I, no, I, did, yeah. I didn't go to the second one, but I'm pretty sure that I was texting you or you were texting me while I was in – while I was announcing, right, giving me that, giving me the update on exactly how many races he had won. Yeah, it's amazing, uh, you know, to be there and uh, to have a streak like that. Eleven straight victories at one program, certainly amazing. And then again, thirteen of sixteen wins over a four-year span, outrageous. Uh, and it was great to see him and its team celebrate 
that kind of mo- that mon- that momentous occasion uh, last year at the series finale. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think one of the drivers, of course, to watch out for will be Mario Barrios, who's running with uh, Rawlson Performance Group. Uh, Scoo's mm. a Pro Tour champion. He's not. He's not in with Rawlson. I do not believe he is. But he didn't, uh, it's, that's what that's what I have I on know. the entry list. Well, that's right. He ran, he ran with Ryan Perry Motorsports, did he not? Correct. At, uh, yeah. at Supernets. Yeah, I don't believe he's going to be at Rollison, but uh, I could All be right. wrong. All right, <laughs> I can I can throw a quick text out there. We'll find out. Uh, I did, yeah, that's something I missed in, in the uh, in the in the uh, script program. But yeah, he'll be he'll be among the front runners. And again, it's really a, a state of Florida competition. Really, aside from uh, what one driver from or two two drivers really, because one from Brazil doesn't reside in Florida. Uh, that's Danilo Romalo. Uh, and then another driver from New York. Aside from that, all the rest of them reside in in the state of Florida. Copy. So a bunch of local drivers. Uh, so we'll look for Barrios, look for Dan Breitenstein to be quick, I would expect. Uh, and again, Luis Schiavo, uh, always very strong, a very talented driver, former champion in the Star Mazda Championship back many years ago. Uh, yeah, great, very, great. Yeah. Great to really? see him back in the, in the yeah. cart. It's been a couple of years. He was a, a former Team USA driver at the Rotex Grand Finals. So uh, great to go. see him back. So he could be the guy, one of the guys to beat for sure. Schiavo, very, very strong. Uh, let's move into the master shifter class. Like the category we just talked about, pro shifter, uh, not a lot of drivers in the master's class. Uh, indeed, only five making the call. And as you said, David, there's uh, there's, literally, there's literally, I think, what, three drivers from Florida, one from Bermuda, and one from Indiana. Yeah, and, and, and Bermuda, Skitchy Barnes, who uh, ended up finishing second in last year's championship along with the Pro Tour uh, championship, won one of the races last year. He actually is in Florida right now uh, at his, uh, his I guess, his winter home. I guess you I could so. call that essentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> essentially that. So uh, he's got and he's gotten a bunch of racing in just one at uh, the uh, Daytona cart week in the 206 masters division at, with an ignite Marga ignite cart. So uh, he's certainly uh, uh, got the winning momentum kicked off early for the 2022 season. So he'll be going. And if I recall, he's on a TV cart, not an intrepid. Again, a lot of drivers don't update their, um, motorsports reg information. So, uh, some of the stuff we do have is a little bit outdated because drivers do not update their, their information. He'll so be, go uh, update your information. So go update your information. Exactly. He's, uh, he should be on a TB cart as he was at the super nationals. Yep. Uh, there'll be another TB cart racing against him with Farshad Bagheri, uh, of TB cart USA. So that could be a good battle. Uh, along with Patro Auto Madsen uh, with Ansem Motorsports, I believe he'll be on the Formula K. Uh, showed pretty well at the uh, at the Super Nationals, yeah, but I think did. Barnes was just a little bit ahead of him uh, when uh, the checker flag waved on Super Sunday. So and, and Madsen's got a lot of time on that racetrack. That's where they base Ansem Motorsports out of their karting program. So he has a lot of time at Homestead. So I think he's going to be really strong. Yeah, it, set, it sets the bar for Barnes. He's got two drivers who have been at uh, at Homestead a lot of times. Uh, he'll be able to uh, to kind of gauge where he's at, and uh, and it should be a good fight, even though there's only five drivers in the field. Yeah, last year it was Skitchy Barnes versus Freddie Remrev, and and Remrev not running this year, so five drivers should be a good battle, like you say. We'll have a couple different fights because uh, Pro Shifter and Master Shifter, I'm, I'm assuming, will run together. So we'll have a potential scrap in in the Pro class and a potential scrap in the master's class as well. That caps off this particular segment of this Outlap podcast. We get back, we'll wrap it all up with Mini Swift and Micro Swift. 
all over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the final segment here on this edition of The Outlap, episode 31 of this particular podcast, January the 4th, as we begin the 2022 season. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole alongside me here in the online studio, and we get set uh, to head to the first race of the season. Both of us heading down to Florida on uh, Thursday. David, we'll wrap things up with a couple of big categories. Let's go to Mini Swift right now. 38 drivers in total and defending champion Mateus Arjuela, as you had already detailed, has graduated to junior, so we'll see uh, a new champion there as well. We will see a new champion again. That's that's kind of the theme in the uh, of the 2022 excuse me, winter series. Uh, Orwella was able to score tw uh, win twice last year to to secure the championship. Uh, other other win winners last year include Enzo Vidmontien, who we already mentioned is moving up to the junior ranks. The other winner, Oliver Weldon, who is going to remain in the Mini Swift division. He is registered, but uh, just saw on social media this weekend he was involved in an incident and uh, has a broken wrist. So I would not expect to see him competing uh, this weekend in the Mini Swift division. 
Yeah, tough one for Oliver. I know he was fired up and ready to go again into that uh, another year in mini, trying to go for those race wins and championships. Tough one for him for sure. But it does open it up, David. And again, as we do, we get the entry list. And I, you know, I start highlighting drivers um, in yellow that, that I that I think you know what these are guys I could be talking about, guys or girls, especially more more ladies in, the, in this field. Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot of people to watch. <laughs> in this, in this cat. Like there's a there's a lot of yellow when it comes to mini swift because there's so many great drivers uh, that, that could step up step up here. It's just, I man, just you go up and down. It's so many of the drivers who were in the hunt at Supernats uh, are are ready to do it again here at the Winter Series. Well, do you want me to start first? So I fire one up. Fire one up. Okay. Who do you want to start? Well, with? the first one I'm going to say probably has probably the most experience in the mini swift division. Uh, a Canadian, Jensen Burnett. Jensen uh, Burnett. He'll be racing uh, with Parolin, uh USA once again for the Scusa Winter Series. Does a lot of international racing. Uh, won the Rock Cup Super Final event this past year as well in Italy. Yeah. So uh, I got to say he's probably one of the leading contenders going into the weekend uh, that has been in the category before. I mean, I'm not talking about the rookies yet, just yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Right. Carson Weinberg, another veteran of the mini swift division as well. So those two are probably the more experienced going into the weekend aside from Oliver Weldon, uh, who is still, again, still listed, but, uh, probably questionable regarding his, uh, his, uh, 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 competition status, depending on his injury, but man, the amount of mini rookies that we are going to have in this field is phenomenal. That's it. That's it. That's it. Let's, let's kick. Who, who do you start with? Probably Keelan Harvick, right? This the guy was a dumb, he, one of the, one of the dominant micro drivers <clears throat> last year. Well, he's already got three wins to start the 2022 season <laughs> off with uh, <laughs> right? three victories in Daytona, mm-hmm. uh, two of them in the Briggs category and one in the mini swift division. So he's already got one under his belt. He was able to beat out Isaac Malkit in the uh, in, in one of the races with Malkit winning the other. So uh, he's got he already got a mini race under his belt, a mini victory under his belt. So. He's among the uh, the top rookies. Tristan Murphy, who finished third in last year's uh, Micro, Micro Swift um, uh, Pro Tour Championship, along with la- the, the 2021 champion, Giammatteo Rousseau. Yep. They're moving up to mini as well. So you got to think that's, that's uh, you know, they're going to be among the those in contention. The Tovo brothers, Ethan Tovo and Jackson Tovo, they've been up front all season long in the Micro Swift division. Well, and listen, uh, and, and Ethan uh, Ethan Tovo coming off all that momentum from the Supernats. Like he exactly. was on the pole and qualifying and was in the fight the entire time. Talk about a great springboard for Ethan to be able to jump into to Mini. Yeah, Pathon Serpon, another driver making the move up from Micro along with uh, Lucas Palacio, who's won in the Micro division. So he's probably going to be the youngest mini driver in the field making the move after just one year in Micro to the mini Swift division. So a number of different drivers that are making the jump up. Here's the ones I'll throw out as well. Sarah Bradley, I think will be good. Another year in, the, in this mini category. Max Christian making the jump up to, to mini as well. What about Asher Oshie? Here's a guy with some experience on the racetrack as well. Yeah, he's got a full year of yeah. Mini Swift under his belt already. So you're looking at probably oh easy 15 drivers that could could be in contention for victory uh, this weekend. And last but not least, Marco Romero was top 10 at both the Rock Cup, uh, Rock Vegas event, and I believe the Super Nationals as well. So I think R- Romero will be a guy to watch. Again, there's so hey. much, so much yellow on my spreadsheet in this category. You missed one that you picked. I believe you picked this driver for the uh, for the Super Nationals was Luis Umana. 
Oh, I did I pick Umana? I thought you picked Umana as one of your your uh, dark horses in the mini swift category. I'd, I'd so I have to scroll back and look at that one. <laughs> like I said, there's so much yellow, and, and yeah. you know it's just unbelievable. It's such a good field. Uh, but yeah, a lot of guys with a chance to win here, folks. As you said, uh, Orjuela has moved up, so he will not defend his championship. He's gone to junior. So uh, this is gonna be a, this will be a really cool fight, David, because the quality of the the micro drivers who have graduated to mini is so strong. We've had a lot of mini drivers graduate to junior as well. It's I think I really think mini is gonna be wide open. It's gonna be the one to watch on yeah. the fence. That's gonna Agreed. be I think that along with KAs and uh an x30 seniors the the you know x30 junior as well so the this is going to be one to watch so let's go to, to to micro swift right now we talked about this massive amount of drivers that have graduated up from micro so many of the top drivers from that category that that leaves things wide open for micro and david we see this happen a lot right where some you know top five or six from from micro move up and it's brand new right because guys are trying to get out of micro into into mini if you look at there are some, there are obviously some guys I think that would be easy for us to put our names on here as well. Uh, but like you said, Keelan Harvard graduates to mini. Augustus Toniolo had graduated to mini at the uh, at the Supernats, and we don't see Toniolo uh, in the field here this weekend. So things are wide open. What drivers from from micro do you think we should be watching? I got five listed right now. I'll just go with five to start got, off. Okay, and, I'll and, let I, you end. and I got six. So let's see how it plays out. <laughs> I, well, I'll start at the bottom. I'll go with Alessandro Trucheau. He's got yep. a full season in the micro swift division under his belt, uh, was among the top five contenders every weekend. So I think he's going to be one of the leading contenders going into the weekend. Agreed. Uh, Jackson Porter making the move from Arizona to the winter series. Uh, he's joining team Bennick. He'll be, uh, he was, I want to say he was a challenge in America's champion last year in the micro rock division. So he's coming over to, uh, to, to, uh, contend for the Scusa winter series title. I think he's going to be one to watch Jackson Gibson under the Rollison performance group tent. He was, he was one of my top, top five picks at the super nationals. Didn't quite get yeah. there, but again, showed really great uh, development as the season went on. And that's why I picked him in the top five. So I'm going to pick him as one of the top contenders this weekend. And then I'll throw in uh, a driver who just won at the uh, WK uh, cart week in Daytona Rocco Simeon uh, with Motaz. It's, prob Sport. it's probably Simone. Simone. Sorry. That's true. Yep. I, you know, I can't say words. I can't, right. I can't. <laughs> Don't stress can't it, say names. Don't stress uh, it. Simone, Simone, right? Yeah, that's what I would say. Simone. Uh, with Motaz on the Burrell Art coming off victory at Daytona. So I, I put him as one of them, along with Travis Pettit uh, on solo cart. He actually finished on the podium one of the days behind uh, Simone. So uh, that's, uh, yeah. those are my five drivers. I like, I like it. The, the, other, the other one I would throw in here would be Ashton Woon. Asher Moon uh, out of Arizona on the night. Did I miss him? Oh and yeah, he, I didn't even see. I didn't, didn't scroll down that far. There he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would. I would think he'll probably be in the fight as well. That's that's. And again, I think we're probably bang on with the drivers. We expect to be right in the middle of it here. Yeah, Woon Woon has a lot of it raced everywhere throughout 2021. So yeah, yeah I would put him probably with Trucheau as as the more experienced drivers uh, in this field. And by the way, I just got a message, a text back from Mike Rawls, and he says that uh, Mario Barrios is underneath the Rawls and Performance Group tent. Oh, well, there you go. So there you have it. So, folks, there you go. There's your lineup. Uh, David and I going through all the nine categories that we'll have this weekend at the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Again, for us, it's it's that first race of the year. So many drivers graduating up from their categories, whether it be micro to mini, mini to junior, junior to senior. 
it really does play with drivers we expect to see battling up front because over the years we have seen some of the kids uh, our drivers come in as a junior and be right in the middle of the fight um Connor Zilich, of course, being one of those drivers who had such a tremendous run last year. And, of course, David had mentioned Connor going on to do a bunch of racing in cars this year, the uh, Mazda MX-5 Cup. He'll also be driving some Trans Am races as well, which is awesome. Uh, but, David, bottom line is, is we're getting ready to roll down, starting the new season. It will be trackside live coverage, all the coverage on the website. Everything will be rocking on, on social media as well. And I know that hasn't they haven't really announced it yet, but I'll also be announcing the weekend with the, with Xander Clements on uh, on Cart Chaser so looking forward to that. Yeah, different it'll be a different weekend for me for sure. Uh something I won't be used to. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, we'll we'll be providing a full again trackside coverage all weekend long, a lot of uh social media updates, videos, photos, interviews. Um we'll tr- we'll see what we can put together for Friday afternoon, maybe do a little live happy hour with Howden possibly. We'll see if we can we can pull that off. I like that but, idea. Um yeah, again, it'll be a action-packed weekend in Homestead as we'll provide the our first event of the 2022 season. Follow again, follow us on on all social media platforms and follow the hashtags of Ecan at Scusa Scusa Winter Series along with hashtag AMR Motorplex. That's it, folks. There is the run through uh, everything that's going to be happening this this particular weekend. We're looking forward to getting back at it and starting the 2022 season. This has been the first podcast as well, as you know, in our ECAN Trackside Live coverage. Everything we do throughout the weekend capped off by the debrief podcast that we will produce on Tuesday when we get back from Florida. We do appreciate everybody tuning in. And again, throughout this weekend, should be some great stuff with live coverage coming from Car Chaser on the weekend. This has been episode 31 of the EKN Outlap. Thank you so much for tuning into the EKN Radio Network. If you haven't downloaded the EKN Radio Network app, do so. We played with it a little bit at the Super Nationals. We are streaming live audio through the, uh, the app. So if you're not able to watch online and you want to just hear it, maybe driving down the road, whatever it may be, Download the EKN Radio Network app. We'll make sure to tune that back in once again. But, of course, ready to go trackside with all the coverage that we provide on eCardingNews.com. Folks, on behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.